Welcome to the ERMI Podcast. This is Joel Applebaum, Chief Content Officer at ERMI. And for over 40 years, ERMI has been an industry leader in educating and informing insurance risk management professionals. And in this episode, based on a snap talk presented at the ERMI Construction Risk Conference, Rose Hall, Vice President and Head of Construction Innovation at AXAXL, provides tips for breaking down the barriers that stand in the way of progress in industries that are generally slow to innovate. I hope you enjoy it. My name is Rose Hall. I'm Strategic Operations Manager for Risk Engineering in our North America Construction Business Unit at AXA XL. Uh, by way of background, I have done, um, I've spent time in construction and risk management and consulting and now working for an insurer. So I've got a background of a lot of legacy industries and that's why I'm passionate about talking with you today on innovation and how to innovate in construction. So a lot of barriers to innovation in any industry, but specifically in construction, I think they break down into these three. Expectation management, homogeneous leadership, and lack of sponsorship. This expectation management is really about whose job is it anyway to innovate? Many senior leaders think innovation should come from the field, and field staff often think it should come from the leadership. And this disconnect between the two leads to a breach in expectation management. When everyone thinks it's someone else's job to innovate or to support innovation, it oftentimes gets left behind. Homogeneous leadership, specifically in construction, most leadership positions are promoted for their operational excellence. People who are exceptionally good at building buildings get promoted in construction companies, as they should, but not necessarily for their strategic thinking and creativity. Most folks in construction uh, executive positions, and I've seen it, I've lived it, come from uh, engineering specifically. Civil engineering, structural engineering leads to an interest in construction, and they work for a construction company and rise up the ranks through operational excellence. But this leaves behind some of the strategic thinking and creativity when you're sitting around the C-suite table. The third piece is lack of sponsorship. When innovation is an afterthought, um, that doesn't produce results. Many companies stagnate in their concept of innovation due to poor execution of what's otherwise a good idea. So if you don't have someone supporting all the ideas that are coming from the field and from various levels of the company, lack of that corporate sponsorship leads to some good ideas being left behind. So how do we innovate in construction? The first piece is to establish goals. Um, innovation sounds like a nebulous sort of term, but if you don't have goals behind it, if you don't put some concrete metrics behind how you choose to innovate, it just becomes this buzzword that really doesn't have any meaning. So develop a roadmap that aligns with your vision of success. Figure out where you want to be and what are the steps to get there. And make sure that that aligns with your business strategy as a construction company. So it should support your corporate mission. You should have um, all levels of the company buying into that, stakeholders, shareholders, or your corporate board, your C-suite, however you're organized, and making sure that where you're innovating aligns with where you've been and where you wanna go. Crowdsource your ideas. So cultivate ownership amongst the team by inviting everyone who's involved to participate in innovation. 
generate enthusiasm and hype through that. So when everyone's involved, they get excited about a new thing and they, they, that leads to better adoption of the new thing. And while you're at it, make it a priority. Because if you um, think you're going to innovate without making it part of someone's actual job, it may also stagnate. So if you include innovation as part of the performance goals for your employees and for your team, or incentivize with competition and recognition programs for your team, who can come up with the newest cool idea, then who can come up with the best idea on how to implement it, who can come up with metrics that define what's a bad idea. Uh, when, you, when you create a team environment and you invite competition and, and specifically recognition for innovative ideas, then you foster that culture that you want where everyone's involved and the best ideas will emerge. While you're thinking about those best ideas, challenge everything. First, define the problem that you're gonna solve and use blue sky thinking to encourage ideation and creativity. Uh, great ideas can come from everywhere and they do. So make sure that you're listening to all of them. No idea is a bad idea until you put it through that process of determining whether to fail or fly. And then envision your current, your future states rather, and develop solutions to address. So if you're at the top of the market now, envision what would happen if tomorrow you, um, you, you incur the biggest challenge you could possibly face. Maybe it's a pandemic, <laughs> maybe it's something else. Envision that future state. If you're at the top of the market, envision what it would be like to be at the bottom of the market and how would you get out? Likewise, do the opposite. If you're struggling in, the, in a certain market sector, envision what it would be like to be at the top of that market sector. And then you can start to see and visualize the path to get there. And then with that path to get there, follow that process. So you want to create a stage gate testing environment for any new idea. You wanna make sure that there is a def definition for how to proceed with a new idea, to vet it, to um, explore all the avenues of it and make sure that you're avoiding common biases. Some of those biases could be confirmation bias where everything that you see confirms what you already thought about it. Oh, well, I thought this was a bad idea in the first place. So everything that you're seeing supports what you've already decided is confirmed, confirmation bias. Sunk cost bias is another one. Well, we've already put a lot of money into this. We can't abandon it now. And the third point on following your process is to make agile decisions and keep moving. Fail or fly. Um, if you sit on something for too long, it tends to take on a different, a different um, uh, size and shape than it was before, right? It starts to look a little bit different the further you get away from it. So make quick decisions and keep moving to the next idea. And lastly, execute the change. Mind your culture. This one is super important. Make sure that whatever you're innovating still aligns with your company culture. Company culture is so important, and especially in the construction industry, that anything that we do that toys with that established culture and challenges it will be very, very hard to implement and continue with. So when you're innovating, make sure that you mind your culture. And the, uh, one of the ways to do that is to enlist champions from all levels for whatever it is that you're innovating. It's whatever it is that's new and different that you're trying to put into place. The more people who buy into it, the more it will be adopted. So the more you can enlist champions to, to support that effort, you will have little advocates all over, all over the company that help. And then recognize the 10-80-10 rule. 
So with anything new, with anything you change, tendency is that 10% of people will be completely opposed to it and not really interested in hearing why it's a great idea. 10% will be super on board right away and they're your best advocates. But 80% of people will sit around and watch what others are doing. And they'll reserve judgment right off the bat and they will sit there and, and take in all the information and they'll stay on the fence for a little while and they'll teeter one way or the other, but they haven't made up their mind yet. That's where you wanna focus. The 10% that's not gonna get on board likely won't ever. And the 10% that's already on board, they're your biggest fans already and they're not gonna change either. But the 80% is where you have the opportunity to make real lasting change, innovative change. So focus on those. And then address the feedback that you're getting from others. As, you're, as with any change in a company, the feedback is paramount to learning whether or not your idea was a good one and whether the innovation is gonna stick or whether you should make some adjustments. And you see that theme throughout all of this, it's involving everybody and it's including everybody's feedback in the decisions that you make and the direction that you go in. And that's, that's the way to, to innovate in construction. So um, these are some tips on how to harvest your team's intellectual capital. There is a ton of it. And just because they came up through construction or because they came to you with an engineering degree doesn't mean they can only think one way, right? Um, the ideas that come from your team, your diverse team of di diverse humans, diverse thinking, diverse education, all the different minds that come in to form your team and your company culture, there's a, a, a wealth of intellectual capital there. And the object of the exercise is to make sure that you can harvest all of that, make everyone feel as though they are contributing to your innovation. And in that way, you'll really be able to move innovation forward. And that's what I have for today. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the ERMI podcast in your podcast app to be notified of new episodes on important topics that you want to hear about.